Alright, hey everyone and welcome back to Real Talk. It's your girl Miss J. We've been gone for a while but now we're back and we're ready to talk about all the good stuff. So today we're back as well with Lisa and Shan and we're going to be talking today about balancing life after 30. That's the working, building business, trying to have a life, having relationships, all those things what it's like over 30 when you're probably tired and don't have the emotional capacity for certain things anymore. So we're just going to jump right into it and say, hey ladies, how's it been? Hi. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so you sound like you're over 30. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we're still going up. Oh um, my God, yeah. So one of the things is, and I think maybe I won't even the circle of us is that we realize is that most of us are working full-time, mm -hmm. building a business or attempting That's to build a business or businesses, mm -hmm. and in the same breath, well, like for Lisa, you have the extra component of being a mother, mm -hmm. and then there's also trying to have relationships, mm -hmm. trying to have friendships, trying to have a life. How we do it, though? How's it going? Great. Are we sinking, swimming, floating? Mm -hmm. You know, hoping someone notices we're drowning, kind of thing. Where are we? Now that you mention it. I'm not coping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coping. Help. Help. Um, at the moment, I feel as if I am sinking slowly. <laughs> So it's not a fast sink, it's not drop to the bottom of the pool it's like scene. One it's one of those scenes. dramatic scenes where you're just okay. the person in the background just sliding down. So you're praying for someone to see you drowning and see you. Not necessarily, because okay. I mean, at the end of the day, if I stand up, I can see above. It's mm -hmm. just the feeling at the okay. moment. Lisa? Yeah, um, you know, thinking about what Chan said, I kind of feel the same way, but then I keep... I keep I keep visualizing Cat Williams um, in um, I don't even remember the name of the movie. It's like pimp down, pimp in distress. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to be sending out an SOS, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I totally get what Shani's saying. Uh, I can relate to that. Uh, there are days when you're feeling absolutely good. You feel like you have a handle of things, mm -hmm. and then uh, every other day, it's like life is hammering at you. And it's it's not even chipping at at you, so it's not doing so quickly. It's just it's it's slowly just eating, eating, eating. Um, but I think because of the focus that I have, it's not um, it's not as daunting. I don't think twenty year old me could have handled it. I think mm -hmm. I'm where I'm at, and I'm grateful yes. for this. Fuck no, twenty year old. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yup, <laughs> 20 year old people that give up long time. Long time, long time. Long time. We're not going. Like... 20 year old people be like, fuck this shit. Yup, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Which we see a lot because we now work with and manage 20 year olds. And cannot stand them. And that is exactly how they are. They will literally get up and say, fuck this shit. I'm, I'm out. out. Yes, I can't do this. It's interfering with my life, but. The work is giving in the life, it not? No? Mm -hmm. no? It doesn't align with my spiritual beliefs. It doesn't <laughs> align with my mental state. Like, bruh, the does the pocket align with what you want? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
No, and alignment is the word. Alignment is the word that I comes up in the office. So much. That, yep. like, I freaking oh, hate that word. Doesn't align. Like, what are we? Are we like snipers now? What are we lining up for? We need to have a garage where we're going like align them and send them back out. Because I feel like over 30, we don't get to use those excuses. We really don't. Because, I mean, I don't feel like I can go to like JPS and say, um, you know, you're building up in alignment with my pocket right now. Right. Or like go to flow and say, you know what, I'm just not feeling this. It's not good for me it's and my soul and my aura. It's just, it's so much negative vibes right now. See, that's the thing. It's not working. So the 20 year olds right now, they too are, are free falling, you know. Mm-hmm. But they have cushion. They have mommy and daddy cushion. Mm-hmm. They have the absence of being parents, some of them are at least, mm-hmm. push on. They have, you know, not much responsibility kind of push on coming in. And of course, it's a general statement, but I know there are exceptions to the rules. I know the 20 year olds that have kids mm-hmm. not, not living with mommy that really, 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 really have no other support. Down, yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, for the majority of them, fresh out of college, you know, maybe have student loan debt or not. Um, they have that, but we have legit nobody. I can remember the days, uh, funny enough, uh, my, my son, um, his grandparents throwing money ever so often. Um, and I'm going to talk like the $200 we used to get on the $500. No, I mean thousands of dollars, yeah. you know, like my mom will say, Hey, I have 5,000 for him. His grandma will say, Oh, you know, I went to church and sister so-and-so gave me and, 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 Nobody not give me nothing. No. no. We're past the age of anybody giving exactly. us anything. Exactly. But when did we though? Like with parents, it's not always a parent. As soon as we start we're like, like <laughs> What happens to even with no. a birthday envelope? No. 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 All I get is a happy birthday. I, I don't, don't even know. get gifts anymore, you know. No, not, no just yeah. a happy birthday. Just a happy birthday. Sometimes it leave personalized. No. It's just one of them uh, images they get that says happy birthday. Because our parents can now use GIFs and yeah. stickers. <laughs> our our parents parents can use GIFs that's sufficient. Yeah. Yep. But yep. Lisa said something important and she said it at the start. Drowning but knowing that you can't say pimp down, pimp down. We can't. And it's the same thing where there's certain things that we just can't do. We're right. not at a place where we can't do it. We can't call on mommy and daddy anymore because one them getting older, most times they're calling on us, us. for help. Mm-hmm. You can't call on your friends because we all know we are going through the same shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, listen, stay in bed one day, roll the fuck over and get over it and get up and get mm-hmm. out. That. that is our mentality. That. You can, we just can't stay down. We'll feel it, but we can't stay in it. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I have my days. Because for most days, I think I'm, I'll push and I'll get up and I'll do the things. Because I mean working multiple work and <laughs> then building multiple business and then have a partner that building business which means that you're building business mm-hmm. you're like some days you're like i just don't want to do it yep and the bed just says stay here yeah stay here and you just give in but then how long can you stay like that because if you stay there too long you know them say time is money you don't realize that you're really up in the age and you realize that yep. time is money and then you find less, like, no, you just have less urge to waste that time. Mm-hmm. But on the days when you don't feel strong, when you just don't feel to push, when you just don't have the energy, as, as Lisa said, we don't have the cushion anymore. We don't have it. We can't call on mommy and daddy and say, nah. I don't feel like working anymore. I'm going to resign. Can you please pay my rent and my bills and my car note and all these things? Oddly enough, I saw an article um, this week, a 40-year-old man that... Uh, his parents sent him to law school and he's suing them for uh, what you call it? Maintenance? Allowance. <laughs> so we can't do that? No? And 
his reason no. is that they have money and they sh- he didn't ask to be here they brought him here <laughs> and he legit got a lawyer to go on his case and to try to defend him so there's and, a case and there's an actual case apparently there is an act um i think this was in the uk i sorry I, I, I don't even have it right now um but there's an actual parenting act of the 80s that would have allowed for him to have a case but of course Judge Smart, Judge Fling that out. So I'm not out here. I wish I did. Sorry, I'm just asking. <laughs> you know, that's why we could still have it out here. We haven't updated any laws or anything Listen, like just, in the case. Might not pay $1,500 a week. You are not getting no money from your parents. What? <laughs> I didn't ask to be here. But yeah. I think I think um, it's just the many hats we wear because we're honest. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about you know being parents, being partners, being whatever. Um, what about even just just throwing in the fact that we have siblings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We you know that we have to ever so often either you know reach out to them. I have only brothers, and it's one of the things to try to keep in touch with everybody. Um, my parents. I remember maybe like two years ago, three years ago, my, my dad used to talk every day because he's not on the island. But now it's probably like once a week and legit that's because the only time I have. Um, but as long as he's okay, I'm okay. But mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of reach for him and that's just because everything else or other things are taking priority. And I guess we're just at that age. We um, are. I keep it down to necessary communication these days. Yeah, but we're also at that age where our parents are at that age that they can drop out. I think that's for yeah. me is one of the yeah, scariest things scariest, because yeah. I see my parents' friends falling out yeah, and by right. falling out I mean unalive. I'm not going to say that word. <laughs> they have unalived. And it's like, shit. I am now at that age where that is my reality. Yeah. Let, let me put it into perspective for you because again, I saw a video this week. Um, a, a guy was asking the next one like, um, how old is your mom? And like he said, his parents actually, and one was like 74, one is 76. And he says, how often do you see them? And he says, twice per year. And he's like, all right. So you only see them twice per year and they're at this age. Mm-hmm. That means you literally only have, let's say, 10, vis- 10 visits to see them. Because he's you know, basing it off like they're going life to drop out at yeah, life, life expectancy. expectancy. Yeah. So yeah, when, when you start calculating shit down to that, Yep. number it gets even a little bit scarier and you know the, at the, the end worst of the day part is like and for me it's there's a there's an imbalance between my mother and my father because i know my dad's fine mm-hmm. right and have the whole a whole family unit still around him mm-hmm. for me it dawned on me the other day because when you look on your parents you don't see their age Mm-mm. where's my mother my mother still feel like she is atty atty good body energetic <laughs> and all up, up and down and all these things yeah. until you stop and you take a check my mother is 61 going to be 62 this year how much more like you don't want to think about it yep. but you have to think you about have it, to think about it yeah. and then really and truly every time I start to think about it I'm like nope I can't do this yep. because what is <laughs> life much. even when my mother calls me everyday Mother calls me every day, multiple times. And there are times that I'm like, oh, God damn it, give me a break. But then you think about what happens on that day when you're no longer getting these calls. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, shit, fine, call me. (laughs) 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 I'll take it now. But, you know, I don't want to think about what happens when that moment not there anymore. And sadly, yeah, we're at that age. It's the friends who we went to school with that... Are losing their parents. Are going through the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Me can't do that. No. <laughs> Legit. I will literally say to myself, I can't do that. No parent wants to bury their child. But you know I'm very old and I know. Can we all just like agree that this is the day we're gonna go and we just go at that <laughs> time? Hands out, like, together kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, so then I, you're right, we'll have to throw that into the balancing act yep. of keeping in touch with our parents, parents. Mm-hmm. especially. As a parent and siblings, let's not talk about my siblings, but <laughs> parents especially. And I don't reach out to my dad as often, yeah. but like we have family groups and you see them there messaging and then posting. So you know what so they know them are. Okay. <laughs> right? And then every now and then they have like a one call where that's like the update call. Mm-hmm. What go on? Everything good, whatever. Yeah. And as long as you good and him good, then we're good. We're good. And, you know, I don't have, to, I don't want to say I don't have time for extended family. It's just that. As I said, necessary communication. Yeah. If something happens to someone, I'm sure I'll get a call. Yeah. But day to day, every day, I don't have time for it. Really I can tell you that it's probably five selected people that actually respond to messages on my phone from these days. Yep. Wow. Yep. Really and truly. Yep. Um, it, it boils down to that. And then, say I have all of that to deal with, myself now, you know, having a kid mm-hmm. makes it harder um, a few nights ago, he was ill. I, I didn't sleep. He was throwing up. Um, so you have that added thing that life throws in every now and then. You know, that curveball that you get. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, things are not going good enough already. And then, boom, something like this happened. Um, and it takes a toll on you. And it takes a toll on everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, can, I woke up Friday morning just exhausted. And I have work. But, you know, I had to balance out the day for work. And the activities the night before, taking care of a sick child, it, mm-hmm. it had to be done. And I had to show up for work the next day. So balancing act all around. And then you have to think about it when you're in relationships. Oh, shit. You That's know? something, then. Yeah. So now you're, you're, especially us as females, where we are the emotional part of the relationship mm-hmm. or the expressed emotional part of the relationship. The men are a little bit more suppressed <laughs> where that is concerned. But then you're dealing with all of this and then... You have your partner, and they're going through something similar, yeah, exactly. and then you're going through things together, yeah. and then it's like one big melting pot of chaos. You know how you balance it, really. You know how yeah. you don't snap and say, "Motherfucker, leave me alone," kind of shit. How do you? I don't know about the door snap thing, because if I need to snap, I snap. But I think what helps is having a partner that understands your mental health. <laughs> yeah. And understands yeah. that. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. that fuck you is not really for you. It's really the world she wants to tell fuck off. But you're right there. Um, for me, every now and then I realize when we're dealing with my thing sometimes when I'm dealing with shit is to kind of retreat into myself. Retreat into my own like a corner. And I probably get distant. And then ever so often when I think when those things are happening, you get the message. What's happening? Things don't feel the same. Am I losing you? And I'm like, uh, no. But you know, you're doing you. I'm doing me. I don't want to burden you with me mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. If it happens to, if, if it's something to do with us, you'll know. Mm-hmm. You right. will know because... I ain't gonna keep that in. Right. But you know, I don't want to burden you with me right now because I know that you have you dealing with. And I don't think that's I don't think that's selfish to want to just deal with me at my moment and make you deal with you at your moment. I feel like if I have a if I have something I can't deal with, then yeah, I'll reach out to you. 
and stuff like that. I think for me, I don't know, the balance, the only way that this balance thing works is because the partner doesn't live in the house. Because I can't imagine trying to know, balance everything. And have a partner that Work, business, Ooh. everything, emotional stability. Jesus. And then have a, have a partner at yeah, home. I don't know if you guys day. realize the running theme across all three of us. We don't have partners in the house. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm sure all of us have long, long distance, distance partners. Actually. partners. <laughs> so not somebody that can just drive, come around and go, why you not talk to me? Wow, right. God. No. Right. By the time you reach, you've been taking about an hour. You're not going to find me at home <laughs> to ask me no question. Yes. Yes. So we have the benefits of that and also the disadvantage of that because there are times when you want, want to have yeah. the person in yes. your space yes. to go through things and you can't. And as you know, she said earlier, when they're going through things and you're going through things, how then do you communicate? That's a big thing. So communication has never been my strongest forte. Really? I'm a runner. I'm a track star. Yeah. No, my thing is retreat. So you know, Miss J mentioned um, retreating. I am all about running. I'm all about fuck the shit. I am out, and no second thoughts until maybe after somebody says shoot first, ask questions later. That's kind Don't of work with relationships. My approach. I know, but, right? But that's what I'm coming to. Communication is now the thing that I'm stepping into. I found myself the other day having to say, babe. I'm feeling annoyed. It's not at you, but I'm feeling annoyed. So if I'm not the usual he he ha 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 kind of, you know, it's just because I'm I'm feeling a little annoyed. And he was like, all right, cool. And that's like a first in history. Because a nigga would have just run up on me. And Mr. Pussy will suck your mother. And, you know, that kind of just feels right in that moment. But then, yeah, if it is that you can communicate how you're feeling, especially for you know, us in long distance relationship, people feel things through the phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, your messages are not the same. Mm -hmm. the tone this, isn't the, the same. Your tone isn't the same. It's one word. How are you? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. And, yeah, man. And it comes out in yeah. that. So you just kind of have to find yeah. a way to say, listen, taking a time out. This is how I'm feeling. And we'll talk. I'll be okay, but I just need some time. Um, being in the exact space with the individual, you don't always get that. Um, Especially if the man is kind of like an all-up-in-your-face kind of person. Like, I want to know what's happening. Um, and if they feed from your energy too. Yeah. You know, if them feed from your energy and they're like, yo, what can I do to make it you feel better, better. kind of thing. And I'm Leave the person. Yes, no. that. Sometimes <laughs> there is nothing. But the truth is, we should be brave enough to say, there literally is nothing that you can do to make me feel better. I just need my space. space and right. it comes to communication. Yeah. And yeah. it's okay to want your space. It's okay to want time yeah. for yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know, that that's the thing. But... God, how, how, trying how to communicate to... that. You have to now navigate. All right, how do I communicate? I need a safe space to say to you, fuck off and leave me alone. Right. Because it cannot be said in any other space other than a safe space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So other than your person understanding you, they might understand you, but if they're in a one bad mood and you tell them to fuck off and leave you alone, that's... That's, yeah. That's a whole different ballgame right there. <laughs> so Question, it's, it's a safe space. And Miss J can probably do this at another time, but it just popped in. How do we then transition from being in these long distance relationships to when push come to shove and we have to merge a household? Because we are we are using coping skills that work because we're in long distance relationship and it's fine. I can always just say fuck off, I'm in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. 
but you know what happened when it's kind of like when we merge household now and then we're still going through all this shit and then you know well it's similar to what Shan says that safe space and it takes the communication that you've had over the years mm -hmm. well if it's years to get to, to know your partner and understanding that there are going to be times when him need him space and you need your space right i think one of the things that my partner has said that he appreciates about me is that even when we're in the same house we're not always up in each other's business mm -hmm. right legit i'll be there for a weekend and him upstairs i downstairs or something or because it's not just about me giving you space i need mine as well so when it comes time to merge the household I think all the communication and everything about how this is going to work yep. should have happened. It can't just be a, let's do that this conversation shit. conversation has to right? happen. The conversation has to happen. Like, what do we do when we're having a bad day? If you're, Especially if it's not one of them 10 years, 5 years type of relationships. Mm -hmm. You have to then be able to say, well, you know, this is my safe space here. For me, we don't know. That's going to be my office. Because, you know, just don't come in there and bother me. I'll give you... A room somewhere. We'll figure out a room for you to go do whatever, right? I think we had the conversation once because we've been talking about merging other households, and his thing as well. Oh, he'll go wherever and cool off. I'm like, no, you're not leaving the house. And I'm the same. I don't want you gone. I just don't want you here, right? Because when I cool down and I calm down and I'm okay now, I'm gonna want hugs and kisses and cuddles. Yep. If you're gone, what's your business to go cool out somewhere else? Chances are you're probably going to drink, which means you're probably going to come back in and piss me off all over again, even if originally you weren't the problem, hmm. right? So it's, hmm. I think it's the, the balance of finding the ways to communicate when I just need me time right now and understanding. And finding safe spaces, even within your household, you find a safe space. If it means that you're going to find a little man cave, you're going to turn your living room into the man cave, or you know, if you have an extra bedroom, well, that's your time zone, kind of a kind of a situation, stuff like that. The bottom line of it is, when you are transitioning from long distance to something that is merged, the same type of conversations you built to grow your long distance relationship, yeah. you have to start that shit all over again to build your merge off. Because it's a, a whole different, different freaking ball yeah. game. I've done it and failed. <laughs> <laughs> I have done the, let's, no, we've been long distance for so long, let's be together. That shit didn't last more than a year because the person got on top of my freaking nerves. And I'm like, when you were away, I could just go away from the phone and it done this up. Yeah. Conversation done. I have my space. I have everything. Yeah. But even and then you have, you have persons who don't know how to respect it, which is why the, the conversation is so important. When you want your space, but they don't want respect it, they just want open air business or open air face or one or whatever. Like, bro, don't do that. Yeah, and I feel like <laughs> you should understand your partner enough to understand that even if you're an open the face kind of person, mm -hmm. your partner isn't that kind of person. Yeah. So boundaries, like respect my personal space, but then. I want to go around the table because, mm -hmm. as I mentioned before, all of us here are working full full time nine to five. Mm -hmm. We're all building businesses. Mm -hmm. We all are working on building long lasting relationships, hopefully, and still <laughs> trying to have some remnants of a life. Yeah. sort of. Right. How are we doing that? Like, what's your strategy to it? Because I know it's not just a free flow. We're not just going by no. Oh, oh, I'm I feel sorry. Like, are that? we? I feel, I feel like BET, <laughs> when you used to have that freestyle session in the booth. Like, man, I'm doing it right now. I'm just freestyling. Why, just freestyling? why, why do you like, think there's a pattern? Listen. There's only there's certain things I make sure that I, I don't think I have a pattern like, okay, I'm nine to five, this is this, then I do this is this, and this is this. 
but I try to always make time. So my partner for sure gets time every evening. That's been a running theme. Might not get sitting in the morning. The morning might be good morning kisses. And you know, see me for the rest of the day till work done or probably a lunchtime check-in. Mm-hmm. But at night, they're always my clothes off. Don't miss that. Mm-hmm. When it comes on to the businesses, no, no, that's the part that I struggle. Because business is supposed to be weekend. But weekend is also when I do my friends and me. Mm-hmm. So trying to find a balance between that, no, that is shitty. Because there's some compromise. It's either I'm going to compromise my friends and my self-care and my relaxation and focus on the business. But I can tell you, based on my job and what I Fact. do, my job does not start at nine and end at five. <laughs> it starts from whenever the first person reaches out to me to whenever the last person <laughs> reaches out to me. So trying to fit business in that, what you find is, you know, for me, I have a business making candles. Sometimes into the night, the partner on the phone and I'm in the lab. I'm going to call it the lab right now. <laughs> partner on the phone and I'm in the lab and trying to make all of that work. But there's always some, some compromised sleep. Something is compromised <laughs> to make all of this work. I don't have a balance. I'm just going to be honest about it. I am not yet there. Do I want to be there? Yes. So this is your I, slow dramatic drawing? Yeah. I, did I not say this is me going, mm. I feel like, you know how the 20 how the year olds um, get to call it quarter life crisis? Oh God, that shit pisses me off. I think, I think the 30 like, should have become a thing. I think the 30 should have a whole theme for itself. I feel like it's a running, I feel like it's a running circles, like a certain 30s or something. Um, but I think at 30 we feel like there's a time crunch to get things done yeah. to accomplish yeah. something in life yeah. we never do it in our 20s and if you mm-hmm. don't do it in your 30s then what you the might miss it. to do it yeah. this is five yeah. all the things that talk about people who accomplish them shit in their 60s, 50s, 50s, 50s or whatever yeah. but you know yeah. for me it's it's a little bit more challenging and why I say and, and it's because I'm, a, I'm also a single mom mm-hmm. um, so it's, it's the endless homework my son gets homework like Two three times per week, mm-hmm. um, and as I'm talking, I just realized I never sent him his spelling words to go to grandma. <laughs> so I need to do that when I'm done. Um, it's you know, it's managing the household. It's it's cooking his food. It's you know, doing my work and I work from home. And like Shan mentioned, I'd appreciate a nine to five job, but I don't have that. I have <laughs> a job that you know, some some days I say fuck it at five. And then tomorrow morning, I have to get up earlier to make up for the fuck it off time that I mm-hmm. took this evening kind of thing. Um, some days I have meetings late and stuff. Um, but what I try to do is just what Shan says. You know, it's it's making time. You have to prioritize things. You have to really and truly get up from around your workstation mm-hmm. and be like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And screw those messages that are coming in. And you hear them coming in on the laptop. But you really have to, if it's food, you have to go cook. Then you have to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's the kid you have to take care of you have to do that you mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. um and definitely where the partner is concerned it's pretty much the same so there is like a morning thing first thing well there's a morning checking hey what's up how are you doing have a good day kind of thing and then maybe around lunchtime i'll hear from him or he'll hear from me um but then yeah in the evenings we try to at least you know have some time um, I'm, I'm dead as the person that will like yo come because my wife, my wife, my wife always sees my booty smells. So I'm like come come smell for me now. And I'm say yo you just a punk out the things and I'm like yeah man just it helps me. Mm-hmm. And then because I don't have that physical closeness that we do want from yeah. time to time, mm-hmm. then it kind of thank God for technology. You have that you know available where you can do a quick video call or something to that effect. Um, 
not going to talk about sex because Jesus, oh, Jesus. Drought, Let's, Let's not go there. That's another it's conversation. It's a drought. <laughs> we just have to say it. Sometimes I feel like a sponge. And just, yeah, man, just, it just dry up. Like, you um, know, I will just put to no comments. But yeah, but balancing everything just means taking some time to process whatever it is that you need to process in the moment. Deal with the things that you need to deal with. And don't neglect anything. You know, there's... It, the 24 hours doesn't feel like enough. And no. if we had 30, it still wouldn't feel like enough. enough. No. And if we had 40, it still wouldn't and feel like enough. And the weekends are not and enough. And the weekends are not enough. And trust me, if it started Thursday and ended Tuesday, still it would still enough. not enough. be enough. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to make use of the time that you have. And I think that's the only thing that we can do, really. I don't want to structure my life to say, well, 9 to 5 is work. I really hate that. And then, you know, 5 to 6 is don't want to be so rigid. And yeah, because life... Covid show us oh, only in yep. 2020. Oh, say yo, yeah. you have to be limber. You yep. have to, you know, be like some sort of gymnast because you have to be able yeah. to flex. You know, according to how things things come in your life, and yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's just it's just the time. One of the things I've learned over the last maybe two three years about is that burnout is fucking real. Yup, burnout is real, and you know me, I'm up at like. Some wicked, Which in hours, yeah, some yep. two, three o'clock in the morning, and then you know you push through and whatever. I no longer have the capacity to probably stay up past eight o'clock unless there's some foolish swing on the house, like when we I play a game or something. Yeah, grandma. Uh, yeah, grandma. <laughs> Come into your house. I accept it right now. I embrace it. Okay, but for me, I think I have. I don't know how I do it um, because you know. We took on additional responsibilities for 2022, mm-hmm. and then I still have business. And as I mentioned, the partner is building a business, which means that you're building a business with him. Mm-hmm. For me, my most productive hours, which is why I don't mind waking up at three, is when there's nobody interfering with me. Silence. So I'll wake up at two, I'm in the office at three, and I can get a full day's work done between 3 a.m. and about 6 a.m. there about. Somewhere around maybe between the five to six o'clock, Mr. wakes up and you get the good morning. The one thing that we don't compromise on, morning check-ins, nighttime check-ins. Even when I fall asleep at 8 o'clock, when I wake up at whatever time, his good night check-in has, is there. And the, the daytime, yeah, none of us here stick to a 9 to 5. But for me, I like to get up and get the 9 to 5 work done in them early hours sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So when everybody starts and get up and jump up, where's this, where's that? Check your email, please, and thank you, and leave me alone for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, I, one of the things I've been prioritizing this year especially is downtime. Because I used to, I told myself that this year I'm not doing that seven days a week, sitting around the laptop, getting work done, cramming in right. shit. Like, the clients' things are still going to be, be there Monday morning. The work is still going to be there whenever it is I jump on the side, I'm going to work. So now I think I've made a priority, like, on a Friday, when after the last meeting or whatever is done, you close on the laptop, you find your friends and you do something with your friend them. Weekends, I'm trying now to say, similar to the same thing, cook. Cook, Miss J. You haven't been doing that a lot. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting back into the cooking. I think what's helped me a lot this year is meal prepping. Because mm-hmm. then it's helping me with a healthy journey then. Because when we don't cook and then prep for the week, when everything starts to come in and all the little things that we never expect to pop up, pop up. Pops off, yeah. 
we compromise on our health mm-hmm. by ordering out. Grabbing mm-hmm. the first thing. Yeah, man. We order out or we grab the easiest thing, which is not usually the healthiest thing. And then probably two, three months down the line, we'll step on the scale. We'll wonder how comes. <laughs> because it's not JPS alone asking us the question no. of how comes. So I'm trying to kind of incorporate those sorts of things into everything. Um, I have had to focus a little bit less on the partner physically because at the moment we're more than just separated by parishes overseas. So when you come back, it's a different story. <laughs> We figure that out when it happens, but it's, I don't know, like I feel like a clown sometimes, trying to juggle yep. every goddamn thing. Told you, circus. Yep. So back in the days when they said not my circus, not my monkey, it fucking well is now my circus, <laughs> and You're y'all the and them be my monkeys. <laughs> I never felt burnout until I got into my 30s. Yeah, yeah. I will be honest with you. In my twenties, freak. You know, I walk all day, party all night. Yeah. Balance the friends and all these yeah. sixty million things that you have to like do. A rock and star. life is good. Yeah. In your thirties is when your body say shut down, and you cannot do anything about it but go in the bed and shut down. And honestly, COVID taught me a lot. Um, caught COVID, and it was like a reality freaking hit of the world spins even when you are not doing mm-hmm. everything. Yup. So why the hell have you been killing up yourself, not taking breaks, not taking lunch, not making time for friends, not making time for your partner, mm-hmm. or compromising the time with your partner? Why are you doing all of those things? So for me, I've been purposefully marking out time from work and creating boundaries mm-hmm. that I never had before around work. As much as I say, who talked to me first and who talked to me late, mm-hmm. there's still boundaries around it because never see the message when I respond to you till tomorrow. Right. That's something that we don't respond before like nine o'clock. I stop. Work for you I is am not nine. a doctor. This is not life or death. When <laughs> can wait. When you're gonna be messaging me about something for work at seven o'clock in the morning, uh no. And we're in the same time zone. It's not going to happen. I totally get it. Um I think COVID gave us all a lesson. Uh but funny enough, I've been trying to I remember when we decided that listen, if it's even once per month, let's do something. That's where it yeah. started. Yeah, that's where it started. Um so I'm not trying to do the whole Instagram live where mm-hmm. people get up every day and That's every night that. and every weekend <laughs> and go somewhere. But we started out with once per month. And then, yeah, a reality check came in when, um, not just COVID, but last year, when my son had to do major surgery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I had to fork out like a little over half a mil to get hospital and, and surgeon and everything. Um, insurance covered at least not for the surgery I had to pay that because it was an emergency surgery and I'm like how many times I wanted a vacation and I told myself I could not afford afford it it. and the surgeon looked me in my eye the night and said um $346,000 I got weak in my knee but then (laughs) he's like can you afford it and I'm like yeah and I went to the cashier balling but I paid it um but I've never really spent that much on myself to be honest and I'm like no I had to so the following month I'm like screw this um well, yeah, I caught COVID at the hospital, I'm, I'm suspecting. Um, but, yeah, I think by the following months, I booked a hotel and I'm like, this is yep. where I'm going because it cannot just be when somebody's sick or when somebody's dead, you're going to realize, oh, my God, I need to take care of myself yeah. and, and kind of thing. So, yeah, it, I, I make it an upper, uh, like a, a must know that the, the partner time is there. Um, 
I co-parent with my son's dad, so we alternate the weekends where he, who he stays with. And on those weekends, I, I may very well find myself have a partner yard, I come in my yard, whatever the case is. But I am having that me time thing. Where business is concerned, Shan mentioned it, it's a bit of a struggle. Uh, production is, is where I'm at too, and it's a little bit challenging to get things in. And I realize that I am not so creative when I have, you know, so much things running. So I now need to figure out how I need to carve out just time alone to go through my thoughts, go back through my notes, see what I need to work on, see what I need to get done, <coughs> mm -hmm. kind of thing, and to not, you know, drop the ball because that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it, you know, time management is the order of the 30s. And I guess it's yep. because we now realize how valuable time I mean, is. Yeah. You know, back in our day, we had the the quad and the asylum and all these places. And, and every Thursday and Friday yes, and Saturday, your party, yes, you wake up tomorrow yes, morning and you're good to give up. 24 hours seems so freaking long. Yes. yes. But in your 30s, it feels like 8 hours. Of course. But I remember even younger than that. Think about as a kid. My mom and dad never lived together. And then I used to do summers, splitting it. I could go to grandma, I go to daddy, mm -hmm. and then I come back home and I still had time. And summer felt long. Yep. Now, if you look at summer, like my son comes home for two months from school too, and I'm like, so it... it, it it just bloats up. It just come and done. You realize how Christmas come every other week these years. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how it feels. Yeah, that's you know? how it feels. It not make sense even take down the lights and the trees sometimes because they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah come back. back. So we realize the, the, the importance of time. So now we're trying to make use of it. And I think, as I said, time management. Just ensure that you're carving out the me time, the time for the family, the time for things that matter mm -hmm. to you and the, the time most for you. Like, yeah, the, the time for you. She said something important. Carve out the thing, time for the things, things that, that matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. And don't let social media direct what okay. matters Pretty in your shit. life. You we know, know that's fake. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> some people think that things that matter is what they see on TV. Which is why they're going through a quarter life crisis. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, but sometimes when you take a check of it, I think it was my dad. Some long, long time ago, even before all these social media flossing and stuff, mm -hmm. he showed me you know, because he, he's coming out of the banking sector, mm -hmm. he's like, a lot of these people that used to live in a certain kind of life, come and check how much debt them have. Yeah. Come and check how much loans them take to live the life them have. Yes. Come That's... on, we live in an era where there's a party loan. You can get a loan to go to a party. You remember when they started doing that for Carnival at ATI? Oh gosh. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, is that important? Which part of, if you can't afford it twice, you can't afford it. Mm. Oh, there are so many things I can't afford in life. I can't afford it twice, huh? <laughs> check <Right>. Right. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. We need to not be influenced by what's out there. Mm -hmm. We need to just understand what's important to us, what we want. For me, it's not necessarily the weekends at the hotels or the flights here and the flights there. Yeah, I like to travel every now and then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but for me, it's the quality time with the persons that mean the yeah, most to me. Yeah. I want my friends around me. I want my man around me. Yeah, and. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's why I don't get triggered by these boss women on, on Instagram but that doing 50 million jobs and have 50 million side businesses and them have husband and kids no. and everybody's so perfect and everybody's smiling and everything's no. this. And in the background, we all know what the truth is. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not faced by that. Yeah. Good for you, honey. I'll yeah. cheer you on. Great. I'll be my own boss. <laughs> yup. And, you know, I am my own version of boss lady. Mm -hmm. I call shots. And then sometimes the shots are called for me and I'm okay with that. That's fine. Right? That's fine. And what is 
what is a happy relationship for me doesn't have to be a happy relationship for somebody else. True. hundred percent. So this thing of thinking that you can only have a happy relationship if it looks like that. Is That's what social media has created. Right. Social media has dissolved the whole idea that each person has a journey. No, mm-hmm. everybody's journey must look like Melissa. Yeah. Or it must look like Joy. Mm-hmm. It must look like this Instagram person or that Instagram right. person. Like, no, your journey is your own. And that's why all the bodies are now looking the same. God. Uh, oh. And, you know. <laughs> Persons aren't, and I think maybe, and if we stop and even think about it, that's why sometimes, that's why the suicide rate is even jumping the way that's it is. True. Because there are so many persons that are trying to live up to unrealistic expectations, and then when life catches up to you, which it will, which I feel like is in your 30s, it catches up to you. <laughs> but when life does catch up to you, not everybody can manage it. Yep. When all those poor decisions, and me can talk to them about the poor decisions, we met enough of them in my 20s, and Let's not say 30, how much? <laughs> like last year, year before, them catch up to me. But, you know, I have the strength and I have the support to have to get through them and build yeah. through them and think through, okay, this is what I need to do. And one thing I learned, and I'm now currently trying to teach my mother, is don't stress over the shit you have no control over. God, no. If you can't change it, why are you stressing over? I teach my mother. To. My mother is high stress, my girl. That this no, I'm, not, I'm just thinking of the fact that we're at age. We're, we're, we're teaching, teaching our mother, teaching our parents, our parents, our parents. Never yeah. has the term once a man, twice a child been any truer. Yeah, we, we are not get to better our parents. parents. No, yeah, yeah. We, we are. Um, yeah, I think it's. Why well, I don't know how it's going to be for you know the the, the younger people coming up, but if I have any message for them, it's. The sooner you find yourself, mm-hmm. the better life turns out. For yes, you. that's something there. There's nothing else that matters. Figure out who you are, what makes you you, what do you want, what do you like, what what you don't like, mm-hmm. and be okay in telling people. And guess what? When you get to this age, that's when you know you appreciate age mm-hmm. because now I'm in that mood. Like um, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to say motherfucker, yeah, please. You can't tell me shit. Exactly. Right now, you understand like. I've paid my dues to society mm-hmm. and I've, take, uh, I've taken all of the lessons life had to yeah. give me and everybody put in input and motive in my life and say, Lisa, you can't do this and you can't. Yeah. Nah, now it's time mm-hmm. to shut everybody up and, and just, just live for and you. And just live for me. You mm-hmm. understand? I don't, think, mm-hmm. I don't think I found myself until 20 years, 29 ish. Because, I mean, recall. There was about nine and a half years where there was somebody else dictating <laughs> who you are, who you should be, how you should talk, how you should dress. And let's not talk about the fact that that started from 18. <laughs> so, you know, one and of the things fine. you need to be okay with as well is learning lessons through other persons. Lessons. Yes. You're not happy to go through every hardship, would you? No. <laughs> you don't. You can live vicariously. You're not for push your hand in a fire for no say it has. So many people have done it before. Yeah. You understand? And and this is why, you know, we're here and surviving. Um but and it's and it's okay to I don't care what age you figure out yourself. Thank but you. I'm saying I am telling anybody that's listening that the sooner you do, the better it is. Mm-hmm. So maybe today is the day they want to start their journey of figuring out self, mm-hmm. but that's important. I think I, I thought I had life figured out too until roughly the same age when mm-hmm. I had my, my son mm-hmm. because that's a whole nother part of life that opened up. You're not you know, responsible for another responsible life. responsible for another <laughs> life. Yeah. You understand? I'm, I'm responsible for who he turns out to be and that's mm-hmm. another added pressure. Yeah. Um, and people already judge me as the kind of mom I am because, you know, he calls me 
by the first name. <laughs> and yeah, people judge you for all sorts of foolishness. But then, when you get to my age, it doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. One and two times, I would have stopped to want to answer people like, yo, blah, 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 and explain why I do it. But I'm like, no, him call me, him call me. If them find him, I would have known him, mother name. So, and mother so, don't just name me. Uh, yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. And I don't have to explain it to anybody else. Um, but yeah, that's, that's when finding, and, and guess what? Every day you learn something more about yourself mm-hmm. and you should be open to learning something more about yourself. You know what I hate? The people who say, oh, some I'm going to change for nobody. Lies. Um, <clears throat> lies and slander. T- t- tone it down. Tone it down. Enough people never know so them could have do certain things until COVID hit. True. Yeah. Look how much, I mean, there's positive sides to COVID and people out there. there. Yeah, people who, them lose them job and then boy, them have to take hand turn fashion as we say in Jamaica mm-hmm. and they're succeeding at it. But never before COVID would they have thought to themselves that I can do this. True. You understand? So, yeah, we're o- o- be open to change. Life is going to yeah. whip you into shape and whip you into different directions and it's fine. It's a part of the process. But mm-hmm. don't have a tunnel vision to say, oh, they say you want to reach, and you're especially when you're using people as your marker to say, well, at that more achieve because so and so do it, and blah 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 blah. No, figure mm-hmm. out yourself and whatever journey takes you to get into your true self and your higher self, follow yeah. it and just, yeah, fuck it out to everybody don't, else. Just don't be afraid to change the narrative. I don't know if you wake up tomorrow morning and decide that I don't want to be this person anymore, mm. then don't be that person mm. anymore. That's not what I appreciate about this age, despite all the shit that we've been talking about yep. today, about all the bad yep. things. The positive things about being this age is seeing all of that so mm-hmm. clearly. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't give a shit about what nobody thinks. No. We are able to change if we need to change. No. We also see our ugly and our good parts. Yep. Mm-hmm. When you are younger, you just think you're perfect and nobody can tell you shit. Mm-hmm. At this age, it's so much different. And I appreciate... I've never said it before, but I appreciate my age so much. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because this was not me a couple of years ago. Can I tell you, I feel like the 30s, for me... It's defining. It's a very yes, defining. It has been. And it's... I'm, I'm not going to say I don't have insecurities, but the things that used to bother me in my 20s, they don't. They, they legit don't do that. I remember in my 20s when I'd be Googling up shit to figure out how do I lose this weight? How do I get some money? How do I... No, 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 sir. Come on over here, Miss Cow. And if you don't like cows, <laughs> over there's a goat, over there's a sheep, over there's yeah. a fowl. But this is who I am, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. unapologetically me. Yeah. And I can embrace yeah. even the fact that I don't like public speaking. Um, and then what I do is to try to improve on that. But mm-hmm. it's not insecurities that going hold me back. No, no. But I go say, oh, this is something about me. And I need to fix it. There's and a level of bravery exactly, that we have. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, man, you're, you're ready for the challenges that come. Like I said, 20-year-old me could not have handled this life right now. So I have to appreciate it too. Um, and anybody else that, you know, going through them all like a journey and feel like it's overwhelming, mm-hmm. it, it gets better. And it gets, yes. it does. It gets better with age because your perspectives change, everything. But you have to allow yourself to be able to make, see the changes, see the difference, embrace the things that are coming and just know, say, ah, this is life. It's a process. Trust the process, as yep. people would say. Yep, yep, yep. And my, my, my biggest message to leave is just that 30 is not the end of it. No. It's not like when we're 18 and 19 and say, well, when you're 25, you're old. Hey, and when you're 30, you're old. Remember when you did right? Yeah. What are you going to do when you're 35? What are you going to do when you're yes. 25? Listen, we don't, have, we don't have us and Kiara, husband and people. What do you say? 27. Those things. Ready up. I have a car. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have my sanity. I have life. Barely. <laughs> Barely. I have life. <laughs> right. Come on. You know, so it's like, 
don't stress what you don't have. Mm-hmm. The one thing, and I sit even like here, I think even up to yesterday morning, I sat here and I thought about when I first moved here, what I moved here with. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, look over there now, look over yeah. house now, yeah. right? I have bed, I have good bed, <laughs> good, good bed, bed. sorry, <laughs> I have two beds, two good beds, two good beds, I have guest room, yeah. I have my office, I have decent sofa, I can't get to stop sleeping, right, right, <laughs> you know, it might seem so simple to somebody else, but when yeah. you look at where you're coming from and you look where the journey takes you, and then you start to think about where the journey can continue to take you. Because yeah. yeah. now in the night 30s, me, it's all about the house. Yeah. Because right? <laughs> now it excites me to think about fixing up my things. house. And it's not just about making the house pretty. It's about creating a home where I am and being comfortable. Because creating your space. This right here is my sanctuary. Yep. If I'm not comfortable so, here in my home, if I'm not comfortable, yes, so we're mega comfortable. Certainly not man yard <laughs> So you know, don't don't stress about all the things that you don't have, the things that you haven't achieved yet. Because as long as you have life, yep, and good health, you are able to achieve anything at any age. Yep. Colonel yep. never know how the fall figure till in about nine sixties, <laughs> right? And see to this day, no matter what happened in a colonel shop, we still have them out of impact. Yep. So you know, there's those... so many people that see greatness later on in life, yeah. and we refuse to believe that that can be us too. Yeah. And I don't understand why. why. I think a part of it is that persons don't find themselves, that. and that's why what you said is so important. Yeah, you have to find yourself and know who you are. Because if what you are is dwelling on what somebody else is achieving, what somebody else, then you don't know what you want. That's true. You really want. You I really don't. Want. I don't want your life. I want my life my way. Yup. So if it means that, yeah, I have friends who are married with them kids and them this and Half them that and them all yeah. these things. Good for them. I'm not telling you I don't <laughs> want kids. I'm not telling you I don't want the husband. But I want it when it's my time to have it. Yeah. 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 So and so nothing what? beats that. Yeah. And and the fact is, so many times we want certain things that we're not ready for, and then it comes mm-hmm. and it becomes it comes at a cost. Let's not talk about about the fact that we don't realize that we won't get what we want until we are ready, ready. to have it. Yep. 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 It now go come until we're ready and prepared to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why sometimes Ima- imagine it seems somebody so wanting to win the lotto and don't even have a bank account, like and then match as well. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, it's safer this for these days, right? <laughs> right, with these banking fees and all these things. But and then and this is why sometimes people say there's a curse to certain things because you have the lotto, but you never make a plan for it. Really, mm-hmm. what are you going to invest in? What are you, the only thing you can't think so um, make more and more big house like that up this about what does and then that come with? The big house and can't, I can't finish it. Finish it. What what does it you don't even know exactly. What does it take to get it? To maintain it, because after you get it, you know you have to pay all comes people. Okay. Let me know. Uh, how comes people when you live in a two bedroom and you get six thousand like but when you build a four floor house up the soil and you have to pay a property tax? Oh, I'm going to say I'm six thousand. No, 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 no. <laughs> So again, you know, because we haven't figured out ourselves, we haven't figured out certain things. Yeah. We just know some water because, but we don't know what it comes with or you know the responsibility it takes. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, sometimes you want a kid and you're really not even too sure of take care of one or you, you know, want a picnic and don't have no savings. You have nothing. You want to get into the, the right mental space. Right. That, that's that's something there. You have your child. own childhood trauma oh going through that you have not yeah. talk about. Kind of that's a different topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I know. And, and then, and then, because 
is that the universe realizes that you're not receptive yep. to, to, yep. to, to, to new knowledge and change. Then it realizes that why things probably, are not going to come yeah, to you. You're just, you're just not ready for it. Because granted, yes, people without bank accounts have picked me and they managed yeah. to do good parenting. Mm-hmm. But mentally, who were they? they yeah. You understand? And, and they probably not even been mature enough as yet. But then they were individuals who say all right this is where i'm at this is what i need to do and they go and get certain things done yeah and so that again, was their journey here, and that was their, their journey. journey we're not here to bash anybody we're not here to discourage people we're yeah. I, again i think the big message here is figuring out yourself mm-hmm. i am no longer afraid of the 40s and the 50s and stuff no nah. nah, i think i kind of i'm I a little bit to excited be. to be honest to, to to get there the things that bother me sometimes um, is, is what we started out earlier by talking about, like our parents not being around and yes. stuff. But what I do is to ensure that, you know, we, we have, we, we, we're at a, a level that I can say, if I look back, I'm, I'm happy with where we are yeah. kind of thing. It's not perfect, but mm-hmm. I'm happy with where we are and, and make peace with that. And working on shit, yeah, and, and working on peace. Sh- yeah, man, yeah, man. It's yeah, a lot man. of things you so, have to just work on. Yeah. So, yeah. I just want to know that where the parents part concerned, just want to say before them leave, before them go, that them know say I've appreciated everything they've done, and I've had a chance to treat them to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just about knowing what my parents like. My dad is a roommate like myself. So you know, for my birthday, if nothing else, if no one expect maybe like a nice aged bottle of something, <laughs> or a dinner, or a lunch, or something, and. Mm-hmm. Because my father is not the type that wants the extravagance. Yeah. He would have tell you, say, a bull and a patty would have been sufficient. <laughs> Quite frankly, we took him to Terranova one, one, one year for dinner, and that was a patty and a bull would have been fine. <laughs> but no, daddy, we're going to class it up a little bit. Class and, it up, you know, class it up. Because you never gave me patty and bull growing up. You gave me all the things that were needed as a child True. to be okay and to understand what life is all about. True. So the very least I can do is show my appreciation and treat you every now and then. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just... Listen, I used to be afraid of being 30. Like, because me, of course, everybody, me, auntie, my mother, everybody said I'm old. Yep. And now I'm here and I'm like, am I really this age? Because, like, it mentally, don't feel I, like is it. this what it's supposed to feel like? No. And then you start, sometimes you do go and look at other persons out there, maybe even on social media, so that you're the same age, and you look at and it's like, oh, but you're yeah, idiot too. Mm. So, okay, it's not <laughs> just a new face. It's not just a new face. No, just look at your it's friends. It's not just a new face. But I can't really judge by Ola because, you know, that didn't teach me a long time, so birds of a feather. feather. Huh? So, yeah. you know, you just have to look at all those things and stuff but you know we're going to going to wind down mm-hmm. and everything so if you guys have one little piece of gem you want to drop before we we stop then you know now's the time any gems no get right with you focus that's on good. getting right with you that's my gem <laughs> it's okay not to be okay yeah Because where you're at right now is not where you want to be and that's fine. But just decide that you're going to be putting in the work to get to where you want to be. And that's fine too. And and, and not be comparing ourselves to people. Just focus on you and get to where you want to get to. And that's, yeah, that's it from me. Okay. And mine is simply... Do the do and live the life. <laughs> do, like, do the do and live the life. If you wake up and you want to go do something, go do it. Like, you know... Live life and just enjoy the moments as they come. We can't plan everything. We can't be ready for everything that life is going to throw our way. Nope, so nope, 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 maybe nope, then nope. it should be what I tell my mother every day. Stop stress over the things you can't control. Yep. 
Alright, so that's where we're going to end the show. Thank you so much for joining in. And we would really love to hear from you. So leave some thoughts in the comments about how you're balancing life after 30 or in your 30s. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.